Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Well, welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And if you would like to dive a little deeper into the topics I share on the show, then I invite you to become a Patreon subscriber. As a Patreon subscriber, you get exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content, private workshops, and free digital downloads. It's totally a win-win. It's a way for you to support the podcast so you can listen ad-free. And it's a way for you to also get more in-depth information on the topics I share on the show. So if you would like to become a Patreon subscriber and support the Lose Your Cravings podcast, head on over to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash lose your cravings. I'll also put the link in the show notes. Okay, my friends, let's get on with the show. Today, I want to talk about embracing failure. I know, such a fun topic, right? (laughs) Why, oh why, Kisa, do you want me to embrace failure? That sounds awful. Awful. Well, you know me, I like to take on the tough stuff, and failure is no different. So I want to help you shift the way you think about failure as being a bad thing and making it mean awful things about you to embracing it as a learning opportunity and a chance to grow. So how we traditionally define failure and how it doesn't support us in our quest for weight loss on the perfect body. So let's dive into that. So Um, Let's first look at the common definition of failure and what we make it mean about us that we have failed. Okay, so looking up the definition of fail, Google says that fail means to be unsuccessful in achieving one's goal. Um, It also says that it means neglect to do something. So failure is neglect to do something. Now, yes, maybe we didn't achieve our goal, we set. Okay, so what? Right? And I mean that in a curious way, right? Not like, oh, so what? But like, so what? Like, what do you make that mean about yourself? If you had a goal to work out four times this week and you worked out two times, what do you make that mean about yourself? Do you see that as a failure? that you're not consistent, that you will never learn to work out consistently, that you as a person are a failure, that you suck, that you are not worthy. What do you make that mean? So I want you to think about the last goal you set for yourself, whether it be around exercise, weight loss, nutrition, or sleep that you failed at, like you think you failed at. What did you make that mean about yourself? Probably not good things, right? And does this serve you? Do you take action in a way that takes care of you and that cares for you? Or do you do things that tend to be self-destructive, like overeating or overexercising, or better yet, more negative self-talk? 
Now, what do you make this mean about yourself that you have failed? And is that true? Okay, what do I make this mean? Okay, I failed. I failed my goal. What do I make this mean about me? And is this true? Okay, I'm going to answer for you. No, it's not true. These are just thoughts that you have about yourself. They are not truths. You failing to go 30 days without eating sugar does not mean that you are a failure at life or that you will never lose weight or quit your sugar addiction. These are just thoughts about yourself. And thoughts are just that. They're thoughts. They are not truths and they can be changed. Thoughts are up for grabs, my friends. We can either take them or leave them. The traditional way we think about failure and that it means something bad about us is not serving us. Yes, we may have only worked out two times this week when our goal was four, but that doesn't mean that you yourself are a failure or inherently bad. You worked out two times when you said you would work out four times. That's it. Just facts, my friends. It's not until we put thoughts around the facts that we make it mean something. And that is usually that there is something wrong with us. So if our traditional way of looking at failure is not supporting us to help us reach our health and wellness goals, what do we do? How can we look at failure in a way that supports us? Well, you know I like to challenge your brain on this podcast, and I am going to do that in this episode. I am going to challenge your thinking and invite you to take a different look at failure. We don't need to change the definition of failure. The definition is the definition. But what we can do is shift the way we believe failure means about us and how to approach failure. First and foremost, when you fail, you don't achieve a goal that you set out to do, right, or set out to achieve. I want you to know that that means nothing about you. When you set your goal, you don't achieve it, means nothing about you. It doesn't mean that you are a failure or that you will never succeed or you'll never figure this out. It means nothing about you, my friend. I like to think of the baby learning to walk, okay? It starts by pulling itself up, using the couch or coffee table, and then it takes a step and falls. Instead of saying, oh, I fell, I guess I'll never walk, the baby tries again, right? And when we look at it, it sounds so silly, right? So baby gets back up, right? Uses the couch, coffee table, takes a step, and then takes another step and then falls, And again, it gets back up and it learns from what it did. It takes a few steps and falls. The baby does this over and over until it starts walking. It doesn't see failure as meaning anything about him. It's just part of the process. It's part of learning to walk is getting up, trying, falling down, getting up, trying, falling down learning from what you did. 
Failure is a part of life. It's a part of the process, my friends. Failure is part of losing weight. Failure is part of healing my relationship with food. Failure is part of staying consistent with exercise. We have been taught that we need to be perfect and to not accept failure. That if we do fail, it means something about us that is usually not good. I think we accept that failure is a part of the process and that it's supposed to happen. And when we do this, it lightens the meaning for us and takes a huge load off of our shoulders. We don't make it mean that we in and of ourselves are failures and that we will never reach our goal or amount to anything, right? Miss a workout, this is part of the process. Overeat, this is part of the process. Watch too many episodes of my favorite show and stay up way too late. This is part of the process. And when we lighten the meaning of failure, we can approach it in a way that serves us, that teaches us and helps us grow and expand as a human. Which brings me to what I want to share with you next. I want you to look at failure as a teacher. There's a quote, failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker which I found very fitting for this episode. I want you to look at failure as a teacher, not something that's going to bring you down. And ask yourself, what can I learn from this? This is a learning opportunity for you. What can I learn from not making it to my four workouts this week? Did I spread myself too thin? Did I not have good time management? Did I forget my workout clothes? Did I have a lack of motivation? Was it just too many days in the week to work out? Did I go too hard and then was too sore to move the rest of the week? Why didn't didn't I get in the four workouts when I said I was going to get them in? Get curious and let this experience teach you something. Maybe I need to manage my time better. Maybe I need to put my gym bag in the car the night before so I don't forget it. Maybe I need to stick to my schedule and honor my time so I get to my workout. Maybe I need to use the minimum baseline rule and create a minimum baseline for when I am not motivated to work out. What can you learn from this experience so you can better prepare yourself in the future and keep this from happening again? Next, I invite you to see failure as an opportunity for growth. So let's talk about Thomas Edison for a minute. When inventing the light bulb, he tried over 10,000 ways to make, make it produce light. Okay, And he said, I haven't failed. I just found 10,000 ways that didn't work. Okay. So... I personally can't imagine trying over 10,000 ways of doing something without quitting. I feel like I would have quit before then. But he saw it as an opportunity to try another way. Well, that didn't work. Guess I'll try another way. I want you to embody that mindset and that belief around failure. 
that it is just showing you what isn't working and that there are other ways to explore and experiment with. This is where we have the opportunity to grow and expand as a human in ways that serve us and help us evolve into the better version of ourselves. One last thing I want to say about failure. With failure often comes frustration, sadness, or anger. I want you to allow those emotions that come up for you when you do fail. Allow frustration when you don't achieve what you set out to achieve. Process it and let it flow through you. But then, my friends, get on with it. Get on with the growth, the thinking outside the box, and the learning of the lessons from our experiences. It is important to allow these emotions because these are real. But don't let them suck you in and drag you down. Know when it's time to move on. Okay, I hope this helps you look at failure in a different way. I hope failure feels a little lighter and a little more manageable. This is all I have for you today, my friends. If you like what you heard on the podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review or just the the app that you're listening to on right now. I know from analytics that most of you listening are listening on Apple um, the Apple podcast. Um, but some of you are on Stitcher. Some of you are on Spotify. Just leave a review wherever you are. This helps us show up higher in the search results and therefore we can reach and help and support more people. I greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where I explain embodiment and what it has to do with our relationship to food and ourselves. Until next time, have a great week, my friends.